Today I want to talk about the Texas governor's race and property taxes, which actually have quite a lot to do with each other. So Governor Greg Abbott is seeking a third term, and he is, of course, running against Beto O'Rourke, the former congressman from El Paso and miserably failed presidential candidate. And across the state of Texas, homeowners have been getting their appraisals for their homes. And because of the crazy housing market, the boom, which on the one hand is great, right, to see your property value increase, but the flip side of that is your property taxes are going right up along with them. And Texas is already known for having some of the most exorbitant tax rates in the United States. And there's no state income tax here, which is very attractive. So the money has to come from somewhere, right? I'll concede that point. But the the flip side of that is the sales tax is very high in Texas. It's 8% at the state level, and then the municipalities can tack on the extra quarter percent, which, of course, many of them have done, including Dallas. And recently, Beto O'Rourke made an appearance in Dallas. He was in the South Oak Cliff neighborhood to discuss his plan for tax relief. And it included legalizing marijuana, so that way the state and the localities can tax it, and expanding gambling beyond what Texas already has, the lottery and scratch tickets. And I'm not sure if it was the same appearance or later on, but he's he's also floating, reallocating border security funds. So obviously, those are the kind of things that would appeal to the to the lefty base that he's going after. But, you know, I, I'm actually, I was curious about marijuana policy throughout the U.S. And so I just kind of pulled up a map to see what, what everybody is doing now. And I was actually surprised, but most states, they have either medical marijuana, recreational marijuana legalized, or marijuana is at least decriminalized. That's most of the U.S. right now. And and obviously, marijuana has been trending for years. So after the country just spent billions of dollars, maybe tens of billions of dollars, litigating the big tobacco companies in the 90s and spending huge money doing a campaign to get cigarettes out of the hands of kids and teenagers... So now we just flipped it around and and we're getting all the kids on marijuana and vaping. So a state like Massachusetts, which a few years ago legalized recreational marijuana. So now there are dispensaries all over the place and the tax on marijuana, it's huge. I think it's like 25%. And, And you know what? I have no problem with sin taxes. Go for it. Tax the wazoo out of marijuana. But... Do you think that Massachusetts has seen any property tax relief after the marijuana legalization came in? How about the sales tax, which was raised probably a decade ago now, maybe more, from five to six and a quarter percent? That was for the crumbling infrastructure or the the deficits at the public transit in the Boston metro area. So I don't know what that money is going to, but it didn't result in any tax cuts 
because th that's not really the nature of government to be cutting taxes, is it? It's certainly not for the middle class, the, the regular folks who they love to patronize rhetorically as much as possible. And of course, Beto didn't mention any specifics about what the actual property tax cut or relief might look like. Just wanted to focus on the, the marijuana and the gambling. And, and another point in gambling, states are expanding that everywhere. Again, in Boston, Massachusetts, or in the Boston metro area, a brand new Wynn casino went up. And a, a lot of people I know, and um, I have family who went to the casino straight away when it opened, and they said it was ridiculously expensive. They couldn't believe it. Talk about parking or spending a night there or you know, playing a game of poker or something like that. Do you, do you think there's been any tax relief for anybody living near that casino or any of the other casinos that have opened up in Massachusetts in the last few years? No, I, I don't think so. Governor Abbott is floating his own plan, which includes if you pay your tax bill in one lump sum up front, you can get a break. You can get some kind of a cut. And I, I don't know about you or anybody that I know in, in my tax bracket, but, I, you know, I don't have 5000 bucks sitting around to just pay up front the tax bill. And he also wants to make it easier to protest your appraisal. So each year when, when homeowners get their appraisal, how much their property is worth according to the county, they have the opportunity to appraise it for various reasons. You know what? I, I'm protesting right now. Governor Abbott, I am protesting the property taxes. What more do you need me to do? Cut the taxes. Why can't they just come out and, and just say we are cutting them? And I know many of you in, in Texas, you might be thinking that, yes, the, the actual percentage rate of the property taxes in Fort Worth in Dallas, like they have actually incrementally been coming down for the last few years, but they aren't keeping up with the rising property value. So you never actually see any kind of a real cut. It's not enough. On May 7th, voters are actually going to the polls and there are a couple of constitutional amendments and they deal with property tax relief. And it, it looks like they're, they're mostly addressing senior citizens. And they're putting in some caps. And again, okay, at least it's going in the right direction. But it's not going to make a big difference. If you are, if you're a millennial and you're in the middle class, or you know, you're a post-millennial and you're still out there working, it's not going to help you. It's not relief for you. The middle class, this is a theme in the podcast, we're just neglected. If you don't need Medicaid or you don't need Medicare or you don't need a Title I school, or if you are just sustaining, you're treading water, you're going to a job, you're not making any noise, you're just being ignored. You're getting nothing except whipped at, at every time you go into the, to go get a takeout meal or you go into the store to buy clothes, they're hitting you up for that sales tax or, or anything you buy. 
and and you're hit up for the property tax and you're hit up at the federal level for probably your 16% effective tax rate and it just comes up to tens of thousands of dollars you know i read an editorial in the dallas morning news and and even the dallas morning news was advocating for property tax relief and i, I was shocked but we need some real action here okay we we need we, we don't just need some percentage cap we need a cut a c u t what is so hard about that cut the tax bill cut it big there's plenty of money in the state of texas dallas is one of the most property rich cities in the United States and you know the the kind of people that are moving here there's apartments going up everywhere in fact Dallas or the DFW metro area I, I believe it's now like the biggest booming area for apartments and you know what it's not like there's children moving in most of the time it's adults it's solo adults maybe couples or adult roommates they're not using the public school system the public schools are flush with cash here anyway. They're getting money in, in every kind of way from the property taxes at the federal level because they're Title I schools, so they're entitled to that. Let's cut the property tax.